This is CliffCentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the CliffCentral.com website where there's a show for you. Central.com. It is Friday morning. This is Unradio. This is Unscripted. And this is, without a doubt, Uncensored. Sex Talk with John T. Searle and Tamar. And Mistress Cleo is with us Yay. this morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Your microphone's on. Okay. Hi. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Okay. Nice. Fantastic. Fantastic. So we are talking this morning about the fact that if you want to be an expert lover, if you want to be a sub, if you want to be a dom, if you want to know about pleasure, you have to learn and you have to train. Shocking. Training for pleasure. So the thing is that we learn and we train and we practice about all other aspects of life. Yeah. We don't do it for pleasure. <clears throat> so we expect stuff's just going to happen all by itself. We're going to do something once and we're going to know how to do it. And we have absolutely no idea. So we're going to talk about the 10,000 hours, which is one of my favorite ideas. Good one. And what you have to do to train for pleasure. Mm. Quite simple. Yeah. But let's see if anybody here is smart and awake this morning. Oh, I'm always clever. <laughs> it's a good start. Fake it till you make it. Well, yeah, that's yeah. its own issue. But it's like. Dirty dictionary word. Knee trembler. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> Any idea I, what a knee trembler is? When I was on is? Skype with you last week, I was like. You sound so confident. You don't know shit. <laughs> I'm confident. I heard knee, which means my knees. That's true. Trembler, which means I trembled. Mm -hmm. So if you put the two together, it means my knees trembled. Okay. So that means for you that your knees are like, it's, it's, it's jelly. Jelly? Okay. <laughs> well, all of me is jelly. Cause when I, when I hear knee, I think literally to go down on my knees. So Ooh. that's what, but that's because I don't really know how to interpret okay. this. But it sounds like something that will get me swipe, swi swipe, swipe me off my feet, sweep, oh, yes. sweep me off my feet. How do you say it? Sweep, 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 sweep me off my feet. feet. Yeah. Something that is definitely making my legs okay. go soft. Okay. okay. So knee, your knees trembling is not quite enough. You need to put the microphone closer to your yeah, mouth. Yeah, but I also don't hear you nice, John. I want to hear you more. <laughs> I want to hear you more, baby. I'll make myself louder. Ooh, thank you. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, there we go. Now I'm not no, really, because you need to set the tone here. <laughs> Hello, John. <dear. laughs> well, whatever it means regarding knees. Like a little testosterone shot. <laughs> John, you just became much more muscular. What happened there after your fire exercise? Um, yeah, so. 
but but you you also started the the show so quickly. You didn't even mention amazing things you've done this week and amazing exploration and erotic oh, yes. poetry yeah. and fetishes. <laughs> Nothing, that was awesome. nothing of that. Can we touch on that later? Of course we can. Okay, we touch great. on it now. Okay, we touch, can touch it. We touch can on stroke it. it. We can caress spank it. it. We can spank it. On we our knees? We can lick it. We or can taste it. We can, any which way you like. In oh. any which way. Okay. Any which way you like. We will be. <laughs> so we'll come back to knee tremblers. Tremblers. Because okay. we need to be very specific. It's okay. a very specific thing. Mm-hmm. Is it a fetish? No. No. Yeah, well, I guess it might be, but not a. Yeah, I wouldn't call it like a full on fetish. Okay. It might be a preference. Okay. More than a, a to be on your knees, ready to please. No. no oh. Oh. No, oh, it's sorry. not about being on your knees. Okay. It's not about being Even on though your knees. It's nice that that's where it takes. Because I think I got that right. Yeah. No, you, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. Maybe doing it. <laughs> maybe you're doing that. Your right. Your knees tremble. Okay. Now what? <laughs> Why? So the, there, there we go. There we go. Why? What happened to make that happen? That's the question. Okay, cool. See. Okay. So that. we did. We had an amazing week. We did an incredibly powerful lingam. So lingam is the tantric word for a cock. It means staff of life. Did an amazing lingam massage workshop this week. For men, women, or just? For, for women. Women on. Teaching women how to touch men. And wow. the men didn't pay for it. It was women. They wanted it. Just That's women, beautiful. Which was really awesome. A bunch of happy men. No, but look how beautiful. It's an empowering tool. It Absolutely. Is. And then, um, and it's about training. Exactly. That, there we go. And um, we did on Wednesday night one of the most beautiful Awakening the Erotic Spirit workshops I've done. It was fantastic. We did it at uh, Fetish Haven. Wow. It was such an amazing group of people. You know, such a spirit. Spectrum of people who shared so much, and so much to learn, and it was beautiful. So, it was really so awesome. Cool. So yeah. watch out for the next one of those. What do you do there? Like, is it just because just to explore fetish haven is enough? <laughs> so we start out and we talk about um, what eroticism actually is, mm-hmm. and we use porn as a juxtaposition of that. Like, how do you compare? With the difference between porn and eroticism Where does sensuality fit in Where do we fit into that How do we become more erotic in our daily lives And what does that actually really mean Because we tend to connect erotic immediately with sex Yeah, absolutely And that becomes a limitation There's so much more And then I'm not going to give too much about the workshop away But um, it becomes really exciting and fun I love it I love the link And um while we're on topic of workshops, on Tuesday we're doing the last water flow massage for before winter, sure. before we switch the pool off. The water is amazing. The water is incredible. It's 37 degrees wow. and it's fantastic. It's like steamy and it's this magical world we create. Go to the so website and read what people write about it. It's really, it's nothing will yeah. do it justice. It's a magical experience. It's a magical experience. On, it really uh, is. So it's for men, it's for women, it's for singles, it's for couples, it's for... Gay people, straight people, bi people, queer people, fetish people. It's for every people, full stop. And I wish I could share it with everybody because you get out of that water feeling so connected and so sensual and so in touch with yourself and with other people and in love with the world. So come share that on Tuesday night. <laughs> the um, information's on eroslife.co.za. I must share with you something. So I called my granny yesterday in Israel. Yes. She's an ex-South African. So I call her and I, hi, granny, how are you? Tamar, did you know that in the Eurovision Israel won, and the woman she was uh, L 
I think it's a LG. She didn't know to say LGBTQ plus. <laughs> so I think she's from the community of people that their sex is not exactly what it should be. <laughs> she said, I, I heard that people that watch the Eurovision are usually not normal sex. <laughs> so I'm like, Granny, that's cool. You want me to talk about it right now? So I was almost tempted to start a conversation. Granny, it's not really right to say they're not right in their sex. <laughs> But then she said, no, I like it. It's colorful. They look so friendly. So... I didn't, I didn't, I didn't start the lecture, yeah. but she wasn't being nasty. It was just funny. <laughs> And that popped something else into my head. Yeah. Um, no real connection okay. to your granny. That's really okay. But uh, tomorrow night, um, 5.30, uh, Christos, who some of you know, yeah. doing a beautiful entranced dance. It's like silent disco okay. in the garden with cacao. Absolutely oh, that awesome. awesome. Contact me if you would like information yeah. on that. But, awesome but on that, it's, Dance is awakening so much in you yes, Many yes. times And we spoke about last show Our bodies are paralyzed We don't know how to start Even to engage sensually We don't know how to even Awaken that erotic spirit That uh, that fire This beautiful movement We were so ashamed We were yeah. so disconnected So that is a beautiful way To do the biodanza Or Absolutely. one of uh, Christos uh, nights Which is amazing. really amazing is the evening? 5.30 5.30 Starting in the garden Beautiful fire to dance around Amazing cacao. So, so thanks to our listener, I'm going to now make notes. Yes. <coughs> so somebody sent us a, a really cool email, and I thank you for that, saying, um, you know, we talk about a lot of things on the show and often reference a lot of books and movies and talks and things because we read and listen to such a wide range of things, and I tend to forget them because they just kind of come out. You know, we don't really plan the shows. It's a conversation between people. Yeah. And we go wherever we go. And um, somebody asked, would we reference all the stuff that we talk about in the show and put it up on on our website? Putting so my we granny's will, number. So we will try. <laughs> Sorry, we have to stop. very yeah. interesting. It can be very interesting. But I must say, I, my other granny, she taught me to be sensual. She is. She's still trying to steal York away from me. Can I tell you a funny <laughs> granny story? Yeah. <laughs> This happened a long time ago. Yeah, and it was video machine days before okay. DVD players. So I'm in the lounge late at night. I am, and my grandmother was living with us. Okay. So I am watching a porn movie, and all of a sudden I turn around and she's standing behind the couch. I never heard her come in. Wow. And she's standing there and she's like squinting at the TV because she can't see it without her glasses. And she says, "What are you watching?" And I'm like scrambling for the remote. I'm trying to, you know, put, the, and I can't find the remote. And I say, "Oh, just a movie." And she's looking, and eventually it dawns on her what I'm watching. Now, my grandmother had quite a wild life. She used to own a nightclub. She oh, played wow. cards till four and five in the morning. And she she's looked wise. and she said, these are so boring. I've seen so many. <laughs> and she turned around and walked out. That's not what you expected her to say. Then. <laughs> not really. But talking about the movies, moving away from grandmothers, I saw a movie called The Little Death. It's an Australian production. Isn't it fair? I've seen it's, it's fantastic. fantastic. I've seen it. Put so it I wrote down. it down. So that's great. Tell us about it. It is such a cool story. And that's about fetishes, how everybody yeah. has a fetish. Yeah. And people think they're so weird and they're sick and they just, they want to die because of their fetish instead of just communicating to their partner. It's such a cool movie. And it's like you see the most ordinary couples in Australia and they're like, everybody has a problem, but they all get turned on by something weird. Oh, and there's a sex convicted felon in the neighborhood that kind of, it's really, it's <laughs> worthwhile you, seeing. Regardless of anything else, 
there are some very cool indie Australian movies. Is We've it? seen some. Well, we have good stories. good listeners listeners from Australia. Australia yeah, so absolutely. Let's, let's keep on uh, that, flattering them. Such a cool movie. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Watch it. No, you really it. should. It's a short movie. It's a quick. Mm. It's wonderful. It's, it's taste the little, de- the little the little death, death. which orgasm death. orgasm in French mm. is. A little death Because yeah. oh. when you orgasm You literally die. You almost die So while we're on the subject of movies Let's yeah. add a couple to that That okay. people should watch The first one is Bliss Yep Okay. With uh, Terrence Stamp It's an old movie about um, Sexual healing and tantra Fantastic story Yeah um, And there is a movie That I've been talking about A little bit lately It's called Fading Gigolo You have been With Woody Allen and John Turturro And it's not a Woody Allen movie um, And there is a scene in it That I thought was one of the most sensual scenes I have seen in a movie in a long time. The context of it, it it's just, it's amazing. Awesome. Definitely Noted. Watch yeah. it. Absolutely. Movies to watch to expand your sensual vocabulary. There we go. <laughs> That's bliss. The yeah. fading jiggler. And the little, the little death. death. And yeah. the little death. There's yes. so many more. There's so much more. Short like bus was fantastic. Short bus. Really? Yeah. Okay. Haven't you seen it? I don't know. I don't think so. You'll it love could it. actually be a good conversation. Yeah, you'll, en- <coughs> you'll enjoy short bus Is tomorrow. Why, you there's a lot really of orgies there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, there good. we go. You'll enjoy that. <laughs> John, do you know me so well? <laughs> awesome. You'll enjoy Good. That. Weekend sorted. Winter, winter weekend. No, look, for us, I think we discussed it and we're going to talk about training. You can't just watch things. You have, you have to, to also do, do things. Exactly. So, yeah, you have to do them because what we, what we hear, it goes in. What we see, we kind of get a little bit more of. What we do, we remember. In ourselves mm. as well. In, and there's an experience. Yeah. Okay. You can speak so, from experience. Yeah. So training for pleasure. And where this actually popped up was, or, or part of the inspiration for this show, on Wednesday night, after the workshop had finished, yeah. people were just talking and they were having a drink at the bar. At the beautiful place. And... Um, we were talking about various acts of insertion, hmm. putting things Inside in various people. places. And, and there was a little conversation beforehand um, that was about fisting. Yeah. And somebody said, but, oh, I'm so tight and so small. Training. And, and I could never get something like that inside. And I Everything said, but, stretches. But that's the point is it takes time and Training, yeah, and healing in the mind because also we are so uptight. Yeah, all sorts of things, and that's where we hold so much of our tension. Mm-hmm. So to be a really good lover, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the domain and and subside, which of is it, important. Yeah, is learning. Yeah, and then practicing. So there's an idea that Malcolm Gladwell wrote about in Outliers. That's our next thing. And he talks about the fact that, in essence, you need 10,000 hours to master a topic. Okay. So he traces the lives of, of amazing people who had great impact on our world and their journeys on, on how they got to the 10,000 hours. So when I read this a couple of years ago when the book came out, I looked back at how much time I have spent doing massage because I love massage. I love it in my personal life. I do so much of it. Um, I teach so much. I do it in my work. And I realized that I'd hit 10,000 hours quite a long time ago. It takes a lot of energy though, hey? Yeah. But it's all about well, energy. The awesome thing is that I'm learning more than ever. And I think at the moment I might be learning more about touch than I've ever learned before. So you're never too old Which to is learn. phenomenal because it's going to, to such a deep place and especially at work in my practice, the healing and, and what's coming from 
a, a new level of touch. It's mind blowing of how well, quickly things are changing in people. Yeah. It's almost like you are becoming a diamond laser <laughs> of energy. So it, you know, I'll give a, a, a principle like that. So in, in osteop- osteopathy, mm-hmm. the top, top people that have been practicing 20, 30 years, and that's their passion. So osteopathy to people that don't know, it's the holistic version of chiropractic, chiropractor. However you say in English. Chiropractic. Chiropractic science. So basically it's in a holistic way to look at the bone structure and, and, and it's amazing. So the experts, if there is such thing, say they need so little. They need five to 20 minutes to work with the body. Not an hour, not two hours. The body can't take it. You actually have to be so precise. Mm. It's almost like homeopathy. You have to give the touch from a whole different mm. aspect of it's not manipulating the body. It's actually bringing the balance back to the body or whatever the body yeah. needs and lacking. What you're saying is something that I would never know because you have literally over, I don't know, 20,000 hours of touch under your hands. It's something that we can't understand. When you say that about experts, I, I have to quote something that Esther Perel said, which is awesome. And I love her work. So Esther Perel is a Belgian sexologist and um, <clears throat> her major work was in infidelity, how you heal from infidelity, what it means, can you create a space in relationship where that doesn't mm. happen, things. And she's fantastic. She really is awesome. I think one day we have to approach her for an interview. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about relationships, and she says you have to understand that there are no relationship experts. There are just people who have thought about it more. And that's the interesting thing because, and then we have to go to Tom Chi who says that knowledge, knowing, not knowledge, knowing is the enemy of learning. That as soon as we know something, we stop learning it. So all that we do then is talk about what we know instead of the possibilities from it. So as soon as we become an expert in something, we think we know enough. That's it. So training actually means constant learning. Hmm. I don't think you can ever get tired of learning. No. Well, always, there's always something well, else Well, a lot there. of people do because they kind of it's, – it's much more about knowing and a comfort zone. So if you choose to live in a space of learning, you're actually always in a space of, of relative – Creativity. Uncomfortableness. Or, okay. Yeah. Be- because you so, don't, so you're comfortable, you uncomfortable, mm. and you become comfortable in that space because you understand it becomes a way of being, yeah. Rather than, so now I know what I know, and all I'm going to do is repeat it. Repeat it. Yeah. And if you're doing that, and if you're saying the same thing about everything <clears throat> that you were, even two years ago, then something's not quite right. You haven't grown even. No. That's it. If you still got the same mentality, the same belief, the same way you think. Mm. You're not growing as a person. And if you're not growing, how are you supposed to teach somebody else? Yeah. How are you supposed to train somebody else That's when it. you're still stagnant? And the more that you learn, the more that you learn how to learn. And then I think your learning kind of becomes exponential. Because I think at the moment I might be learning more than ever before because I'm learning more Same of yeah. how to learn. That is that really cool. That becomes amazing. That is really cool. And then there, you yeah. see like how many different sources you can read and listen to and watch today that we have access to the most amazing amount of stuff and how you can bring all those principles Mm. 
into everything because the more and more you see the principles of things are exactly the same. Mm. How is it to train to be a mistress? Is it just something that you, you wanted the title or you just kind of realized that's your passion? Well, with me, I've always been dominant. So mm. for me, it comes easy. I like to lead. I think also when you are a mistress, everybody has their own opinion of how it should be done. Of course. Most mistresses think they know it all. Their way is the right way. They forget that there's hundreds of thousands of mistresses all over the world who basically have the same concept but do it differently. Mm. So what works for you is good. The main um, aspect of everything is the, the fundamentals, like how do you speak to your slave, the voice. If, you, um, if you're dumb, um, knowing your, your, your sub. You know, teaching him how to, for example, um, I've made some notes, um, how to tie up a sub. What do you do once you're done with it? The little steps that you can take. That's, you know, what's amazing. What you've just said there is so important because a lot of people come along and they say, so I want to blindfold my partner or I want to tie them up. And then you say, okay, then that's fantastic. That's, uh, that's it. Now, what, what are you going to do with them once you've tied, once you've tied them up? Yes. So. For any kind of experience that you're going to have, you have to have some kind of idea of where, where you're, you're going. going. Exactly. So if you're going to do sensual massage, if you're going to do erotic massage, if you are going to tie somebody up, where are you going with it? What are you going exactly. to do with it? And you have to have some idea in your head of where you're going. Now, things are not written in stone, no. and once you understand energy and you connect with someone, you see how their energy determines where you're, where going, you're going with an experience. Exactly. So you can have the idea of, I'm going to do an erotic massage, and I'm going to give you the most amazing orgasm ever. Their body or their being might not be anywhere near that when you start. You both might have that intention. But the energy takes you somewhere, somewhere else. Somewhere else, completely. Your intention might be that I'm going to tie you up and I'm going to flog you. But you tie somebody up and you realize something else is going on here. So we need to take a different route. Exactly. Um, That's an interesting dance and a question, you know, because, Janti, you were, you were teaching for many years according to techniques that either you created yourself or you learned. And then after many, 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 many years, you started realizing you're giving tools more of to connect to energy, to connect to yourself, to connect, to understand what is energy, to, but there's still, there's still boundaries and there's still, there's still a lot of tools that you've gained. So it's always an interesting dance of, okay, you start, let's say, teaching someone to be uh, a mistress or a dom. Okay. And, and maybe give us a little bit just the, the, the definition of what is a mistress, what is a dom, what's the difference? And a little bit about your journey because I'm sure it didn't go to a school. No, it didn't. I, I learned, well, in fact, my first, um, experience with a, a sub, was I was just doing normal seeing clients and stuff. I was a, a working girl. And one day this guy called me and he said, Hi, my name is Verna. He was from Vienna. He says, Verna from Vienna. Vienna. How, how strange. He says, I'm, I'm into bondage and I want to come and see you. And I was like, okay, cool, because come and see me. And <laughs> I opened the door and I was in Yeovil at that time. And there's this guy tied up in a dress. I'm like, Oh my God, get in here, my neighbors. You are. <laughs> What's up with you? Very <laughs> enough, I'm Vienna. What's up with you, brother? <laughs> and he's got a mouth gag, and I don't know how he did this. 
And I was like, just upped his weight. Yes, I can't even, even up to today, I don't know how he did it. He was tied up completely. And so I get him in, I rip this mouth thing out of his mouth because I don't know what it is. And I'm like, what are you doing? He says, I'm into bondage. I said, good for you, but what What am I going to do with you? And he says, no, I'll teach you. All you got to do is tie me up. So anyway, I thought, well, this, yeah, I thought, well, (laughs) my job is done. So we go into the room and he takes out all these little tools um, that he brought with him. He had this little thing that he came with and we went to go fetch it and brought it in and blah, blah, blah. And then I tied him up and I thought, now what do I do now? So I said to him, you know what, because I used to sing. I said, I'm going to go sing. I will see you in about three hours' time. I left him. I went to go jaw and party. So when I came back, I'd forgotten I had this guy on the bed. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay. So I went and then I was laughing. I was joking. I was like, are you still? And he'd actually undid himself and retied himself in a different way. I was like, what? He's like a a silkworm. Yeah, I'm like, I don't have to do anything. You're doing it all for me. And I was like, okay, shut I'm going out again. I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> and I went out again and I came back and he was he, happy. He, yeah, he was happy. He was sitting up and all. And he loved the fact that I did that. I was like, that was no service. And then we sat down. I thought, you know what? This is kind of interesting. I want to mm. learn this, you know? And he said, um, I actually like the fact that you just left me. You didn't care. I like the fact that you just didn't care. And I thought, well, you know what? Maybe this is where I need to be because mm. I really don't care about many things. And um, I started teaching myself how to tie up, but not with role play. I've never been interested in role play, I'll be honest, because it just takes a lot of energy. I think it takes a lot of work it's very to do. It's te- technical. It's very technical. Mm. And for me, I like the handcuffs. I like the, 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 the well, leather straps. You like straps to do something that's quick and get down to business. That's it. I am. And you <laughs> know what it is? your thing. Yeah, because <laughs> of my, my I lose interest very quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's like you want to tie yourself up, you do it. You do it. You, <laughs> you know, bring you want, someone. Yeah, yeah. You want to do that rope You play? want the action. Here's the rope. Now you go for it, boy. Yeah. No, but anyway, but then, so that's how I started. And then how did you get exposed to flogging and caning and all the fetishes? Oh, you just learned. I've never been one to go on to the net and see. I actually learned from clients. From clients. Mm. They taught me. And I started like learning, okay, so this is how you do it. When you start with somebody, you go but gentle. You see, you go up and you can make it more interesting. I like my dice play. So when I do flogging and that, or even when I do caning and that, I have dice. And I say, okay, this is what we're going to do. And I'll take out six weapons of mass destruction. I'll say, you choose, um, uh, throw the dice. So if it's a six, it'll be weapon number six. The other dice will be one, two, two, six. And I'll say, okay, so it's weapon number six and it's three on the dice. So mm. how old are you? And he'll say maybe 35. I say, oh, 35 times three. Actually, what's your house number? And it'll be like 184. And I say, now that sounds like fun. <laughs> You know, so, and then what I'll do, I'll spank him lightly. So he gets all comfortable because now, oh, she's not going to hurt me or anything. And then I keep on like going building up, it. building it. And that's how, and it becomes a game for them also. And also, they don't know what to expect. Exactly. It's a mind fuck. Yeah. So training yourself and learning yourself, yes, it's good. So if you break that down, what you're doing is a whole lot of things there. That's anticipation. Exactly. That's involvement. And they don't know what to expect. That's engagement. Engagement, yeah. Um, Trust. And, yeah. So not I, not coming out fucking them up no. and immediately. beating them up and that. But and also you can say because I mean a lot of people say our mistress has to learn and she has to know. When when you I mean a lot of it is common sense I think. Okay. When it's, you're playing with somebody, it's not common sense. I'm going to tell you what it is, and I don't know if you've ever broken this down inside of yourself. So common sense, yes, to an extent, but somebody said something 
really cool that I learned a long time ago. If common sense was so common, we'd all have it. Mm. And our world would be a very different place. (laughs) So we don't have much common sense. But But I'm going to tell you what it is. And this is something that you have. You have it as well, Tamar. And a lot of people in this world don't. That's it. The most important thing that you can learn is to develop your intuition. That's the word. Your inspiration, your connection, how to read people and how to read energy. You can know all the technique in the world. Yes. So from a bondage point of view, and let's put the whole world of bondage there. Yes. You can know about spanking, you can know about caning, you can know about flogging, you can know about ropes, you can know about leather, you can know about you can know about everything. You can know about wax, you can know about everything. You can know about piercing, you can know about everything there is to know. And there is so much to know. But you can know it all from a technique point of view. You're a robot. And you can know the same thing about massage. So you can learn very technique-based massage. And you can learn amazing things. When you get the connection and you get the the intuition, that's when you get it. Exactly. You know, people come to me and they want to learn tantric massage. I want to be a tantric master. That's it. (laughs) That's it. There's a a few steps along the way before you get to be a tantric master. Is it a day course? (laughs) <laughs> Just yeah, it's, it's an hour actually. If you yeah, do that, really an hour. Yeah, because uh, I yeah. have massaged before. The, the tantric master hasn't stepped in the door, by the way. <laughs> yes, but that's it's a, ta- a whole it's other story. It's a tantric story. mess, maybe, other than a tantric <laughs> master. And, but I um, have massaged before. Mm-hmm. So the most important thing that I can teach people is how you connect. Yes, yeah. and that's when all the technique actually starts to make sense, and that's where it has a place and a context. And beyond that, everything that you're going to do is robotic. But don't you feel like with every, like, I mean, with every client I deal with, I feel like I'm also learning. Of course, because if you're not, so it's wrong. constantly because not everybody's the same. People can tell you, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. A guy would come and say, you know what? I really want you, which has happened. I really want you to go crazy. No safety words, no mercy. And then he walks in, and I'm having the first five minutes of conversation, and he says, um. Actually, I actually, yeah, actually, I, I haven't done too much of this. It's like my first time. Where's no mercy? So, yeah, how are you going to go from so not to a hundred yes. in five seconds? So, yeah, and but I really want to, uh, I want to do it extreme. I want to do this, you know, because that's they've been watching movies. So if you haven't trained yourself and yeah. learned yourself. By experience, you're not also going to know how to deal with this person. Jonty says when somebody gets into the room, he says, I let them talk about themselves and what they think they want. And then, you know, all of a sudden. And then you can yell. And then then it's the tip of the iceberg. And I love this. (laughs) And this came up in this talk on Monday night where somebody said, you know, we're so open-minded in my relationship. (laughs) And when people say that, I love that because I think, okay, let's see what that actually, you think so? Let's see. And then it becomes really interesting because open-minded is a, for, for a lot of people is actually a very narrow channel because, okay, so they have awesome sex. Yeah. And then you say, so let's talk about some really gentle, deep, connecting, sensual energy. Exp- no, no, no. We don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Open-minded. Yeah. Let's talk about um, some of the fetishes. No, we don't do that. I have something very personal in that sense. Exactly. That um, I'm now realizing that the really the love of my life, we do so much. 
we are so comfortable with being naked with other people. We can fuck in front of other people. We can do a lot. Mm-hmm. We show can us. do with it. Oh, we definitely will show you. I know. Um, <laughs> but, seat for me. but then it's really difficult to really admit what I really, need. really need and want mm. just for myself. And I'm realizing it. We're very different. He needs things that will have to happen. Maybe I'll be there. Maybe I'll be present, but it has nothing to do with me. It has to do with his journey. And I will. I want to accept that, and that's the vulnerable, and that's the mm-hmm. training. And for me, it's you know, if if a couple will, you know, okay, wonderful, great, Tamar, you you know, you can fuck in front of others, you can swing, you can do things. It's like, yeah, that's easier. Yeah. <laughs> what about what happens if he's going to watch me having so much fun connecting intimately mm-hmm. with another man or another woman? Maybe that's what I need for my soul, and that's really hard to to walk the path because I, you can't starve your soul. You can't. You can maybe not act on it because you really respect your partner. You're going to find ways to be in touch with it without doing it if it really bothers your partner. But there's some things that you will deprive yourself. You will actually bite you up your ass. Well, you can't. You can starve your soul, but the impact of that in your life it is will, going to be enormous because the and on your relationship is illness, is disease, is disease, and not only physically. Resentment as well emotionally, mentally And ultimately That can destroy Your relationship But you find a lot of couples That want to experience A lot of things Don't actually discuss Before they go and do something I'm not talking about you But in general So they'll say Okay we're going to go To a swingers club tonight And this is what we're going to do Because it's my fantasy I want a gangbang You want that Da 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 It's fine to have that fantasy In your head but once you do it and your other partner has to watch, and this is for a lot of couples that contact me, well, your partner has to watch this and all that. It's fine at that moment, but later you have to go back to reality. Yeah, You have to go back home. So the interesting thing is, and you know, I've seen this in so many things, and I see it in, for example, the ayahuasca journeys that I did. I see it in some of the other spiritual trainings and workshops and experiences. I see it in my workshops, and I see it in... Every single kind of workshop that there is, that there can be, that you go to, whatever kind of experience you go and have, that is the beginning. Yeah. That's all. That's That's the beginning. And what happens afterwards is the journey. Hmm. And very often we have, we go to places, we have big experiences. That opens the door. That shakes things up. That brings things to the surface. It's what happens afterwards. And I have to tell you, for all of the work that we do in the whole spectrum of, 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 of sexual work, of spiritual work, so few people get this, that they think the whole power is in the experience. Yeah. So somebody comes to you. They have this huge experience. They come to me. They have this huge pleasure experience. That's the beginning. <laughs> That's all, and that's often, as you said, that's the tip of the iceberg. That's when everything else really starts. That's where movement, that's where energy can flow. It can yeah. actually, there was something that you, I don't know if it was a, a calling, if it was a crave, if it was a stagnation, but once you go through that huge experience, things actually get, it's a catalyst, something is moving quicker. Yeah, that's where you have to really Interesting you, you integrate, point. you learn. You put it all together. So you go to a swingers club. You have an experience. doesn't matter what it is. Pick uh, low-level experience. You 
Swing with another couple. Sure. Yeah, or, such a low level. Okay. <laughs> so you watch your you watch your wife kiss another woman. Yes. So for most men, that's like that, number that, one fantasy. I don't think that will offend any man. And for a lot of and for a lot of women, that's a big thing as well. Yeah. I will tell you a story. It brought tears to my eyes. Go for it. And you know the story. Ah, okay. Tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. So a couple came to. The first workshop they came to was a yoni massage workshop. That's really jumping in the deep end. <laughs> Let's and do a pussy massage. There workshop. we go. And she was in tears at the beginning of the workshop. And I was on the verge of saying, okay, maybe you should come oh. to a different workshop. No, no, we're going to do this. And it opened a journey that was just incredible. And at a club, months after this, because it started a beautiful journey for them, she came to me with excitement that it brought tears to my eyes of the power of this. And I think about it today, it still resonates in my heart in the most amazing way. And she was excited, beyond excited. And she said, I kissed another woman, I kissed another woman. Yeah. And it was like the biggest thing. But it just opened this incredible journey of growth. Which is what I want to say. Sorry, don't you think like couples, especially, they want to go and do the swingers or do BDSM or do whatever, should actually first maybe go and see, like for example yourself, I'm just yeah. saying, where you can actually talk about what you want to do, do something, we see how comfortable you are, before you actually jump in and go full force. So people do that Train. to some extent, but what they don't get is how important going to talk after the experience yes. is And that's the point So you see your partner kiss another woman And your partner kisses another woman Do you deal with it? And what, what do you do it with it? Where do you do? What's the what context? Does it Where do you put it? And as much as you go and talk beforehand And people do And to various degrees The different clubs have some introduction Some of them more Some mm -hmm. of them less Some of them no more Some of them less Whatever it is However they do it you got to talk more After. afterwards. Many times That's it's actually thing. what bothers is you even you even didn't look at me when I was kissing. You know, I was doing something so intimate. I want to you to be a part of it, and you were not interested. So many times it's not. It becomes what was your reaction, or when I saw you, fears came up, or it actually made me so happy. All these things need to come out. They need to be spoken. Yeah. After and that's the thing, and we need tools to do that. Yeah. So the learning often. Needs to be in such a different way To what we think it needs to be mm. And that's just dawned on me So you can learn all the technique stuff So you can go and you can learn How to tie somebody up And you can learn the most beautiful rope work There's a place in um, Sorry, there's a place I don't know why we don't really have places like this And I think Fetish Havens would seriously look into it There's a place in um, Just outside New York called Um Le Domain SMR. It's like um, a fetish um, dungeon um, training facility. You've heard about it? Mm -mm. It's it's actually a chateau, uh, chateau, um, chateau. Chateau, yeah. And what they have is a couple that run the whole place, and couples go there, and they actually go through the whole training system. How to do stuff, how to play, how to tie each other up, how far to go, when to know, when to stop, and... I think that is an excellent tool yeah. for couples to actually take that journey and learn. Well, this is the thing about relationships is, you know, we don't get education on how to be good lovers and how to have good yeah. relationships. Yeah. And a lot of people, as soon as they hear, oh, I want to be a good lover, and people come to me all the time and they say, I want to be an amazing lover. Mm. 
and they want to learn the technique stuff. And I published an article on Monday. It's on my website. Go look at it. It's on my Facebook wall. Go look at it. And it's about saying you want to be a better lover, go inside yourself. There is not a more annoying lover than the one that comes to perform a technique on you. Mm. Yes. How many times can I make you come, babe? No, this look, this look. I'm, I know what I'm going to do now. And I'm going to dig for my keys inside mm. there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll know what you're looking for, brother, but I promise you it ain't there. I know where to find it. I know. It's there. Just there. And, and Mrs. Cleo has really big things to open up the vagina to really see, or the ass to yes. see what's really happening. You can put a flashlight. You can put a fucking another human inside. <laughs> right into somebody's throat. We'll, we'll get to that, but... There is nothing more annoying, and this actually we got into a, a a little not fight, but when you're not connected, I told my partner yes two days ago when we were, I was sick also tried to make love, it wasn't a good combination we did it anyway. But I said to him, you know, all of a sudden frustration came up. I said I don't want a feedback session. I said you're right. I'm, I will give if I have feedback, I'll I'll talk day after. Mm. You're right. It's annoying when somebody says left right, don't do this, don't do that. But it's also indicating we're not connected yes because i'm trying to signal and i'm moving and i'm i'm showing you my side of the okay i'm not it's not like i was good he was not good but there was something saying you can't you know in a long-term relationship in training you cannot come without intention and connection you can't you just can't you're going to try and do patterns things you always do and johnty speaks of it so so often I do not want the technique. I want you to be present. I yeah. want I want myself to be present. I want yeah. what am I feeling? Where is it moving to? And that's not always going to happen for various reasons. It's so true. you stop and you talk about exactly. it. But you need the tools to know how to talk about it and you need a framework. So maybe that's another part of training. There's a, yeah. a training about how you can actually learn and not just recycle the same thing again and again because you think you're doing a great job as a yeah. as a dom. And sometimes you are. If you don't the wrong if you go to a dom that doesn't do it the right way or teach you the right way, it it's can listening. be extremely dangerous also. So we need to add two words to that. Yeah. The right way for you. For you. Yes. Because and everybody's different. That's it. Because there are some things that you are going to do and you're going to get. And I'm going to get it in a totally different way. So I'm going to bring a totally different perspective on it. And we need to understand. So people who are teaching actually need to have the teaching tools to say, I'm going to teach it to you this way, and then let's see how you can express exactly. that. Exactly. That is nice. So I learned that. So, I, for example, from massage. So there are so many different ways to massage and touch. So I'm going to teach you, and I'm going to give you some basic tools. Then let's find out how you can express that in a way that works for you or makes sense for you. Let's find the words that are going to help it get into your brain and your body so that you understand it. Yeah. Not it's okay, one way for everybody. Okay, you've got to do it my way because if you don't do it my way, you're ne- never going to be able to do it the right way. And that's you know, just, it's, you know, it's an ego space. So just to make a funny note, can you give us 30 seconds about toilet training and then we're going to go back to <laughs> – no, because this is just this is just hysterical. Okay, a, part of BDS, a part of BDSM <laughs> is, is training. Is, is toilet so what does toilet training, training mean? Toilet training for a means start? that you perform the, the the role of a toilet. So either you, um, I, I we call a golden shower where mm-hmm. we pee on you, um, or uh, scats, 
or you can call a chocolate shower. That is a nice way of putting it. And I'll explain chocolate so that's shower to you. Pooing on somebody. No, you're going to do it nice. Sometimes you've got to be clever. Mm, okay. Common sense comes in here. Okay. Uh-huh, okay. It's yeah. more like an experience of years, <laughs> but chocolate shower is so nice. Uh, it's such a, a good way of doing it because what happens is if you put chocolates in you, and let me explain. You put chocolates into you, like the little Where? whispers, into your cooks. I call mm-hmm. it the cooks. Uh, and into cooks your. meaning anus. Pu- anus? No, man, my cooks oh. is my no, cookie. Pussy. Cookie, uh, okay. Cookie, looky. If you put it into your pussy, you yes. can put it all into your bum, your anus. It's not good for that. vaginas, Flora, darling. It's not good for my germs. Uh-uh. Who said so? No, it's going to make it smell nice and it's chocolate. No, no, no. So I you don't put in agree. chocolate. Listen to me. So I'm you listening. Put in chocolate, it's going to be in a little, condom. You okay. put your whisk. No, you can't. Because I'll tell you why. It's I'll not tell you what my vagina is going to do. Okay. Some stevia-based <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> so you put it in. Cacao, raw cacao. Okay. You put up the, 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 the little chocolate things yes. and it melts because the body heat, your body's so hot that it actually in like two minutes it's melted. And all you do is you stand over your partner. Well, you sit on the toilet that I have at home and you sit nicely and it comes out and all that comes out is this liquid. Chocolate. Smells good, looks good, is good. Mm, delicious. And I mean, exactly. So it's like answer the fantasy. So you're having the fantasy. It's not going completely extreme. You do have people that are into that and good for them. Mm. I always say what doesn't hurt you, what the hell. Love it. So wonderful. And you just sit there and you have, you can have your cup of tea or your glass of champagne while you're on the toilet and he has his party. So there's, let's, let's make it clear. There's really cool carpentry work <laughs> that is actually a toilet, like it's a, a toilet. Victorian. Yes. But there's, you yeah. can do it, of course, from so go to like a, a toilet seat. Yeah. And yes. your partner is lying underneath, underneath. it. Underneath. And he's basically, so you eating. can tie his hands on the side. So he's forced to. So now the nice thing about again, about mind, your mindset and whatever, you can tell him that this is what I want to do. Punish him. Mm. You get him punished. You're going to be my toilet today and that's it. So he's expecting this, you know, grand balls yeah. of last week's mushrooms and crabs and carrots and whatever. But instead he gets nice rochets. <laughs> nice rochets. <laughs> that's a beautiful Rochette. way to use your lint chocolate from Valentine's. Exactly. There you go. So, Look, I mean, next time you buy chocolate, you know that it has Coconut oil, jaunty cacao, and uh, stevia. So that's nice. And then you put it in. It's so nice. It's the, it smells like chocolate. It is chocolate. And when you clean Look, it but up for people that, that have the fetish of real, um, real, yeah. yeah. So, so then they, okay, they, so they're if they're not into, good. Now, hold on. If they're into that, first, well, the chocolate will come out. But what the chocolate does afterwards, it really gets your tummy going. Okay. So then you can just continue. And you make him eat it or whatever oh, it is goodness. that's into. Yep, that's a part of it. Because that's what they're into. Mm-hmm. And then you get up, you loosen him, and then he has to clean your ass. Yeah. Oh, He's your toilet. Oh, goodness. Yeah, you know? well, we have to be open-minded. It's you something that people love. And if it they love it, if they do it gracefully like and they I don't. Like I said, whatever doesn't hurt me, I don't care what you like. I respect what you like. Doesn't, you know, it's your cup of tea, but I'm out of that bathroom like a jiffy. <laughs> In fact, I've got my mask on. <laughs> <laughs> but you know you have to respect it. Like in the movie, in the little death, there was nice of us to visit. But I think I'm gonna go now. In the little death, there's a moment <clears throat> she loves to see him cry. Only when he cries, she climax. Yeah. Oh wow! But she can't tell him because it's she makes him cry. She you know puts pictures of his dead it's a, father. It's a common. It's not a, com- a common fetish, but well, it's a seeing, fetish. Well, seeing emotional, you know, it was shame. One of the guys he only likes. Even have had it as a dirty dictionary word. At is it? Stage, maybe. If not, will seeing somebody it. cry yeah, gets to turn, to turn on. on. Sure. Yeah. yeah, so that movie yeah. will give you a good fifteen different fetishes. Also, one next. even with yeah. the food last night, I was going through and I was like, "Wow, um, where people need to like 
eat and that's mm. how they they come they just eat and eat and i mean like i don't look um it's you are all tits darling you are all tits. i look like i've got that fetish no, i just eat and eat but there ain't no <laughs> orgasm i don't know what's up but anyway <laughs> mistress cleo has the most amazing <laughs> breasts i've ever <laughs> seen in my people. entire life it's like her whole body weight is ex- again in, comes in, in, in the boobs. I know. But, but you know what you said about that is is interesting. My my theory is that if something is inside of you, if there's a fetish, if there's something that's going to be arousing, at some point it is going to get switched on. Yes. It might be from watching it in a movie. You could see something. It could wake up inside of you and say, oh, I want to try that. And you open one little door and it opens to a whole Yeah. It's not Hotel the end of possibilities. possibilities. If it's not inside of you, it is not going to be switched on. So at some point, if you're going to enjoy golden showers, at some point that is going to get switched on and wake up. And if it's not, a hundred people can pee on you and you can pee on a hundred people and you'll say, well, thank you. I I'm remember I had one boyfriend it is that and I really liked him. On. And he, I said to him one day, he said to me, what do you like? And I was like, oh, I can tell him. I said, um, I like anal. And he said, no, that's for excerpt, not insert. I was like, okay. So that didn't work. <laughs> what are you into? I want to please you. No, that I don't yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really. Typical. I thought that was like every man's like. Thing. But that's exactly it. If you're training to be, if you're training to be a good lover, if you're training to be a good sub, especially, if you're training to be a good dom, you really, and, and you both said it today, you have to be authentic, what is good for you. Yeah. So, so good for you, first of all, know that you're not crossing any boundaries you within your... you can engage with it with somebody. Mm. And yes. if it's not going to grab you, you are not going to be effective in sharing that with somebody else. Then you find a way for your partner, true. your sub, your dom to express that. Because it might not be with you and it might not be in that way because... That doesn't do it for me. I can't be present, but I understand the power of it in you. Let's find a way to express it. And there's a lot of negotiations. So mm. a lot of doms and uh, slaves or subs that were interviewed here express the fact that they're not a complete and total um, – they don't submit completely. So they have some red lines and they have some – Requests, of course, that needs to be negotiated by the master or the dom, but it's a part of the training and it's a part of actually opening up more of their loyalty to their master, opening up more parts of their submission, but they know what they won't do and what they can't and what they do need to be respected. So that's also a part of it. You can't just swallow. It's a continuous journey. So you open the journey and you see what happens. Knee tremblers can happen. What do you do to get that knee stuff? Watch, watch. I was spot on because I'm just that clever. Let's see. Come on, John. I told you, you were not spot on. (laughs) Yes, your (laughs) knees tremble. (laughs) But but how do you get there? So a knee trembler is generally. You squat while you fuck. No. Well, you're getting closer. Okay. (gasps) Cause, cause on the my, toilet. my best friend showed me, she got so inspired by your evening. <laughs> so she went and Googled this, this posture that basically the woman fucks the man. It's kind of, but it's like a, it's like a yeah. squatting position. It's called the Amazon. Yes. So you're kind of like, you're on your knees on your squat and you basically <laughs> fuck the cop. The- ah, oh. <laughs> What was that? Oh, the camel. Oh, the camel. The Does, camel. If anybody knows what position well, the, the, the camel is, I know from yoga. Know. Yeah, I know what from yoga, but I don't think it's okay. the same thing. Right. Okay, so a knee trembler 
is when you stand having sex and it's so intense that your knees shake. Okay. I said that. No, no you, you didn't. didn't. I was close. No, you said your knees tremble. You didn't say anything about standing. But I was standing when I told you that. I just no, assumed you that you, you saw were sitting me stand. in the chair. She can, she can talk herself out of anything. Goodness me. I like you. You should have heard some of the stuff that came out on Wednesday. I'm sure. Didn't record it? Damn it. The snake. The, snake. the six pack. <laughs> no, guys, you, okay, this is a part of training how to put things into people. Yes, that, okay. I love that. That is my fame. So guys, look, it, training doesn't mean you can't go, you can't go from zero to hero. You just no. can't. You and have to learn. Point. And there's slow. a lot of frustration in and training, you, by the way. You know, it's not all glamorous. No. And there's an interesting thing because it's about practice. Yes. So a lot of practice thinks about, you commit to going to yoga. Let's put it in that context. There are days you feel, I want to be in the studio. I want to be on the mat. I want to have amazing ex- yoga practice. Yeah. And there are days where it is the last thing in the world that I feel like. But I am going to go into that yoga class three times a week or twice a week or whatever it is that you commit to. And in learning about pleasure, in learning about sex, in learning about love, in learning about sensuality, in learning about energy, you do exactly the same thing. You make the commitment and you Practice. And that's what you do, and that's how you learn. So, this has been really interesting, and we will come back to training again, and we will come back to very specific types of training again, because it just gets more and more interesting. I would really like to to learn to train to get to expanded pleasure. Situations because there's a, there's a really misperception about orgasm. That if you get to an orgasm, you can get to another. That's multi-orgasm or that's expanded. And the whole thing that you keep on saying about women take about 30, 40, 45 minutes to, to really reach their, their pleasure capacity or the beginning of their, their, their pleasure capacity. Um, all of that, there's such a myth around it. So training to really teach how to build that amazing fire is something you. that I would love to, to touch you. on. We wish you all so much pleasure. Bye. Bye. This is CliffCentral.com.